Hey guys, uh, hello to you, Robbie's Modern Life right now, RML is the show, my name is Robbie Armfield and I've got with me thankfully in the studio, Sophie Gordon, Hey. Bernie Bolge is here as well, what up, what up, and one of our favourite co-hosts Mitchell JC is currently armed and dangerous at the home fort and we're very appreciative of him being there, now um, we've got about an hour to spend together so uh, you can, you know, feel free to get in touch however you like. If you've got any sort of ideas, content ideas, segments that uh, you want to hear. I know, Sophie, you have heaps of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, as always, <laughs> just get in touch. Like any music as well, of course. As always, you can always get in touch. Any songs you want to hear, any like I- stories or anything you want to hear. That's the right. That's right. The text line, Bernie, is... Uh, it is 0409 945 945. Uh, yeah, just uh, text in. You might get even your song heard. Um, <laughs> Maybe try to get it on. Do the best yeah, we can. Yeah, we'll do the best we can. We'll get it on. We've got about 57 minutes left. 57 and... minutes left with you. Um, you do... could... yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say... Song. Sorry, Bernie. I was just going to say you can... I mean, you could text in a song, but you could also text in an album suggestion, to be honest, because, as you say, 57 minutes left with you. Still 57. Not heaps. Guys. Ready to go to that. Guys. Guys, what the hell are you doing? Just snap out of it. Oh. (laughs) What what? is this? What do you mean, Mitch? Do the show properly. Okay, just do the show properly as you're supposed to do, as you were elected to do. You are here to provide the content. Don't just coast along relying on relying on like the listeners to provide you with content, you know, albums or songs or things to talk about through little text. You have an opportunity here. Don't squander it, okay? You guys have the mics. You've got you're the ones with the voices. Just cut out the crap and just make this show happen. Okay. Okay. RML right now, FBI Radio. Such a pleasure to be with you. My name's Robbie Armfield. With me is Bernie Bolge. Hey, hey, hey. What's and up, guys? Sophie Gordon. G'day. All right. Mitchell Jacey's holding down the home fort, and we're super appreciative for it. Got about 55 minutes left with you, and a huge show coming up. Big show coming up today. There is a growing concern from Wollongong City Council over a large pile of metal waste. We've just had some major renovations to our house. The community is outraged. We just think that there's a better location to be had. We, the public, need to have a voice in this it's really concerning she's very annoyed it's been dubbed tradey mountain and it's a large mound of common construction tools including wrenches power drills drill bits and more the mound is set to tumble onto local residents over the next week and council is looking for options to handle it local carpenter mike sandy admits that he has dumped the odd tool there out of convenience and he's agreed to be grilled later in the show over his conduct there so look forward to that Mm. If you enjoy telling fibs and porky pies, listen in, because coming up, we've got something for you. Last week, it was rumoured that the Australian government is set to make lying illegal. From 1st of January 2023, lying will set you back a whopping $60 fine, and it could even see you facing up to 90 days prison time if you lie to the wrong person. So coming up, we're going to be giving you more details on that. 
And just because you're old doesn't mean you can't have a good time. Hollywood bombshell Julia Roberts is 50 years old and is having the best sex of her life. She says, quote, Yes, I'm 50, but I'm having the best sex of my life. Good for you, Julia. Good for you, Julia. We're going to be looking later in the show at how she does it and what you can maybe learn from her experience. The first six-star Uber driver is here. But it's not all good news. The good driver is causing unforeseen circumstances to occur. More on that very shortly. A recall has already been issued on the newest Timberland's Icon Strider range. That's right, the sole of the shoe reportedly provides an unnerving amount of buoyancy that has caused numerous falls in the short three-week period. That's right, just three weeks since these shoes have been out. So we're going to be talking about that on the show today. Don't think about it too much. A new study from University of Toronto has shown that stressing about unpaid bills causes unnecessary stress in the brain. All that and more. Right here on RML. That one is just one that I've got so much time for, you know. Kings of Leon, Sex on Fire. So, do you remember when that one came out? Oh, so good. I was probably in primary school, I think, when it did come out, but I still loved it. You kept listening to it on the radio. Big time, Sophie. Huge energy on that one. A few on the text line coming through, Boone. Yeah, thanks for getting involved. 0409-945-945. Chris in Eastwood, Chris with a K. Kings of Leon, how good. Thanks for getting in touch. Uh, Sarah in the car, cranking this one, full blast for sure. Thank you, Sarah. Guys, this is uh, this is turning out to be quite a, po- a popular song in the text line. Uh, people are <laughs> loving the throwback, throwback Monday here. Uh, what's up with the RBA from Veronica? Um, yeah, well, as we mentioned earlier, we're going to be chatting to in uh, that economic expert in a bit to work out what the hell is going on with that, because those rates are going up. They keep going up, and... Uh, <laughs> We don't know, but we're going to ask. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um, but now to our weekend. I hope you had a good one. Bernie, you were saying something over the break there about your one. Yeah, I was uh, I was just telling you guys about the house party I was at. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell everyone at home as well or listening in the car. It was... <sighs> where do I begin? It was like, okay... I was at this house party, a friend of a friend. You know when you just get snarled into those conversations that you kind of don't want to be in? Um, I don't want to be rude or anything, but uh, this one, uh, I didn't mind being in initially. It's kind of semi-interesting. 
But uh, this guy was just talking to me, just kept going on and on. And just, it was talking at me, like, about House of the Dragon, Rings of Power, and, like, all the lore and shit. Mm. And, like, I haven't seen the shows, but, like, I checked my watch. Like, I remember, like, getting a drink at, at like, 1.50. I, like, got a drink, and, like, I started chatting with this guy. I checked my clock after leaving him. 3 a.m., for crying out loud. That's, oh. that's an hour of my life I'm not getting back. Time sink. Literally. Yeah. I, I had a similar experience on the weekend, actually. Oh, really? Oh, what? Yeah, sorry to interrupt. No, that's okay. No. Uh, Go ahead. I was working night shifts, obviously, I do every weekend, and uh, went on my lunch break, and it went by so quickly. Uh, you know, you always feel like that at work. Your break goes mm. by so quickly, but like, I went to have my usual little cat nap, and I woke up feeling still so tired as if I'd only slept for five minutes, but I checked my watch afterwards. It turns out I've been asleep for an hour. Whoa. It's always really? like that at work, oh though. It's like, it goes by so quickly. It does, but honestly, oh, guys, it's funny you say that because, um, yeah, I was chillaxing on Saturday night as well. I had a nice herbal tea. I was watching one of my favourite shows on the telly, mm. on the late-night telly, Intimate Fortunes, it was called. It's my favourite host, Francesca P. She always knows my future, you know. Mm. Um, all I yeah. had to do was call in on the number provided, and I get a succinct and vivid glimpse of what's to come for me. Anyway, of course, she's on. I jumped to the phone call in and uh, to get my future predicted and when I hung up I looked up at the clock and a whole hour and 15 minutes had passed oh, and I was like I am seriously not looking forward to that phone bill you know oh. Jesus Christ she had you in a trance or something that's right she had me in a trance Francesca P from Intimate Fortunes I mean I love her but God what a powerful power that she has Dude, that phone bill. Hopefully that yeah. gets hacked or something and you can don't have to pay it or something. Yeah, That's, I hope so. I mean, yeah. time just flies when, you, when you're having fun. Yeah. Anyway, on a completely different note, of course, uh, hours, minutes, differences, uh, daylight savings on the weekend. I think it changed on the weekend, right? How did it... Yeah, was um, it Sunday morning? Sunday morning. I'm not sure. I saw in the news it was happening, yeah. but I'm not Maybe really sure. Night, but how did it affect you? I mean, on a completely different note, how did it affect you? Uh, 0409 945 945. Okay, Psychic Rattlesnake. Guys, that's right. Last week, Soph, uh, you, you bought us a snake. Can you talk, tell us a bit about this? Yeah, sure. Um, I was at the Campbelltown Carnival last week. Oh. Um, and I was just wondering, I came across a mysterious carnival worker named Jared. He was kind of a little bit confusing, interesting character. And he... Uh, showed me this snake and he was kind of trying to get me to take it off his hands. He seemed like he really wanted to get rid of it and he said that the snake named Randall has psychic abilities. No. Yeah, that's, well, that's what he said. And, you know, you know me, I'm quite cynical. I didn't believe it, but I thought it couldn't hurt to try. You know, I was, I was intrigued by the prospect of a psychic snake, of course, because when have you ever heard that before? Psychic snake. Uh, so I had to take advantage. So I purchased Randall off Jared. Um, That's a great idea. So now we've got, you know, supposedly a psychic snake. It's pretty cool. Randall. And we did put its psychic abilities to the test, didn't we? Yes. Mm. If Randall the snake is truly psychic, he would be able to predict the winner of yesterday's NRL grand final. Mm. Now, uh, we're going to play you a clip now. We recorded this yesterday. Uh, uh, it was before the grand final. So you're just going to have to believe us. But... Um, uh, you know, with uh, the internet and everything and editing these days, you, you know, anything's possible. But um, you're just going to have to take our word for it that this was recorded uh, yesterday uh, morning before yes. the grand final. Yes. Uh, Randall uh, to predict the winner of the NRL grand final, Penrith Panthers or the Parramatta Eels. And we had little, two little like petri dishes. 
kind of things um, with food. Um, let's take a listen. So we have the Penrith Panthers in the left corner of the room and Parramatta Eels in the right corner. Randall has been let out of the cage right now. He's slowly crawling towards the left, indicating a Penrith selection. That looks Ah. like a Penrith selection, doesn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're thinking Penrith. I reckon. Wait, he's... Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> a bit close. Oh. Well, that's a live snake in here. Oh. Um, Is he's... it tamed? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, he's breached and put his chest and head right up into the air, made a sharp right-hand turn there. Slowly Good now moving... Rob, yep, slithering toward... Now he's going to the Parramatta corner. Oh, okay. okay. Slowly. Still... Slowly, a little it's bit of a ways now. to go there, but he's still travelling in the direction of the Parramatta Eels, isn't he? And it continued... Uh... Here's, here's the clip again. There's more clips. And look, Randall's predicting the Parramatta Eels will win the NRL Grand Final today. Like that. It, looks it like might that. be too close to call, though. All right, okay. Now he's travelling in the direction of the Parramatta Eels, and he's got he's lifting his head up slowly, going towards the Eels. It looks like. Hang on, is he? Got to bite the dish. It's a hung jury here. He's stopped. He's looking both ways. Randall, the psychic snake, with us, trying to determine whether the Parramatta Eels or the Panthers are going to win tonight. No, he's definitely predicting the Parramatta Eels, isn't he? He's going very strongly It's going to be the Eels tonight. Yeah, for, the, for the Parramatta Eels. You heard it here first. <laughs> On uh, RML right now. I wonder who's going to win tonight. I hope Randall's right, because mm. that would justify a purchase of him, Sophie. Oh, totally. Yeah, so as you can see, um, if you missed the game last night, uh, the result was unequivocally in Penrith's favour, who won 28 points to Parramatta 12. Yeah. Uh, Randall's prediction was obviously incorrect. So Randall the Snake is uh, he's currently... Not he's not with us. He's currently in snake heaven. Isn't he, Sophie? Yeah. Um, if there is one. God, I hope there is. There is. There definitely is. And Randall's there. Um, he... Thanks, Randall, for your service. Uh, it was much appreciated, but uh, Randall had one purpose, really, and he didn't um, mm. deliver. And it's I kind of understand why that guy was trying to get rid of Randall the snake. Like, yeah. it's harder than you think dangerous to and scary. kill a snake. Very hard. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, do you think you got swindled by the uh, this, this bloke, Jared, who sold it to yeah, the Yeah, look, maybe. kind of seems like it now. Mm. What do you think? He didn't... Well, he obviously wasn't psychic. Well, it's a bit of a brutal end regardless. Yeah. But uh, anyway, after the break, everyone's favourite game from 2020 is back in a new way. Stick around to find out all the anime chef, RML. came out to see the re-release of the film. Your incredible response to Pandora and the characters inhabiting it has inspired us to aim even higher. I've been hard at work continuing the story of Jake and Neytiri and expanding the world of Pandora to take you on an epic adventure to new places with incredible new characters. I look forward to December 
when you will be able to experience Avatar The Way of Water exclusively in theaters. RML, FBI Radio, thanks so much, Jim Cameron, for that. We actually went to see that in the cinemas, 3D, the uh, reimagining or the uh, the rekindling, the, I don't know what you call it, the remastered remastered version of the uh, initial Avatar movie that came out eight years ago now. Uh, Thanks to Jim. Thanks uh, to Jim for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, wow, I'm so glad that we can inspire him to go even further with the sequel. Um, And I think there's a plan. Yeah, there's like five sequels planned or something like that, and I... I'm just so happy that I could contribute in some way to mm. this happening. Yeah, the fans are just so good and they're all excited to see where it goes and that's, it's nice to hear that he's inspired to, do, to go to the next level. And it's really nice to hear Jim from his own mouth yeah. saying that, he, yeah, no, that he's going to go into the next thing because of me sitting in my seat yeah, enjoying what he does. Yeah. I'm just enjoying him. what he does. That's all I'm doing. Have you seen it, Sophie? No, um, I haven't seen it actually. It's pretty good. I think you should give it a go. It's still in cinemas at the moment, so you, thought it came out you a can while actually ago. just go and check it out. I think I was too young to go and see it. Now, based on the game of the same name comes a new live action series that will have you utterly addicted. Mm. We've all heard of this one. It even beat Candy Crush on the downloads in 2021. The Anime Chef. The Anime Chef game went viral during lockdown, obviously, and since then, big studios have been fighting over the rights to make a live-action show of it, and understandably so, right? Because in just uh, September of 2022 this year, last month, the Anime Chef game (laughs) grossed $87 million in in-game purchases. Those are some big bucks following the release of the Shrek and Donkey skin for Anime Chef. Of course, everyone loves that franchise as well. Now, after two years of vicious fighting, the rights to Anime Chef finally landed in the laps of AMC, who are delivering in a big way with a more gritty and real take on the game that the fans couldn't have even imagined. The fans of Anime Chef are some of the most passionate in the world. I'm sure we've all seen this. Uh, But they're also one of the newest fan bases in the world because the game has only been out since August 2020 uh, and the show is now just being released. Fans of Anime Chef love the story, the music and pretty much everything about the game. Um, They're also known for singing along with the music really loud. So make sure you bring your earplugs if you intend to see the world premiere live. That's right. (laughs) Imagine this. They love singing along. (laughs) They they are rabid. You've seen them on Twitter. You know what I'm talking about. It's crazy. The takedowns, the massive praise. There's just a whole lot of them, and they, when they rally together like that, anything can happen. It's fervent. Now, the show that's being made, the production of it, uh, has been plugging along smoothly for several weeks now. It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows, though, even just two months back, with major delays incurred due to Billy Boyd of Pippin fame refusing to leave his trailer for several days. Uh, <laughs> because... Uh, <laughs> For his minor role as the chef's yeah, apprentice, right? right? He was feeling yeah. underappreciated on set. And um, we saw this, we saw this. Uh, an unfortunate turn of events, though, uh, Billy Boyd's talent manager, Jacob Guada, who got the role for Billy, he had to step in to the part himself out of desperation and managed to actually nail the scene and become a fast fan favourite. That's not always the case. As we say, oh. they're a rabid, mm. fervent fan base that know what they like and know what they hate as well. So this was really unexpected. Um, 
Crew members commended him for his accurate delivery of the lines from the game. And this was far from the only pit stop during the show's filming. Popular Japanese chef Yuzuko Miyamoto was the prime candidate for being on set to create the dishes that would be seen in shots in all of the scenes. Now, this is a key role for this particular uh, rendition of the idea, anime chef, isn't it? You know, it's all about the food. Yeah, exactly. It's about the food. Yeah, of course. Uh, However, uh, due to an insurmountable language barrier... Yeah. Yuzuko mistook her role and instead catered to Adrian Brody exclusively throughout the filming period. Uh, Staff morale was at an all-time high thanks to her incredible dishes, resulting in Brody giving a phenomenal performance. Mm, that's right. Countless failed attempts were made to focus Yuzuko's attention on creating aesthetically designed dishes that could be used on set, but she continued to pump out mushy meals whose tastes far exceeded their appearance. See, could have had it the other way around. So the the attempts became more and more half-hearted as the film crew began to recognise the correlation between Brody getting his sloppy meals between takes and him giving the performance of his lifetime. So plastic meals were used in place of the one Yuzuko was meant to provide on the set, which actually gave a much more accurate representation of the game's food Mm. and allayed many of the fans' greatest concerns on various forms. So the fans ended up being happy, Brody got fed, Everyone's it's a very nuanced issue, but these are just some of the problems that were happening on set. There were a few other roadblocks as well. Mm, these are what the fans call happy accidents, quote-unquote. That, that's right. Fans rallied together to boycott the famous sing-along car chase scene, <laughs> which comes from one of the most exhilarating levels in the Anime Chef game. They just weren't confident in the showrunners making it as good as the game. Uh, Understandably so. I mean, it's a hard thing to nail. Luckily, the showrunners stuck to their guns and made the scene and the fans loved it. It quickly became a fan favourite, with people voting it their number two adapted scene from game to film behind, of course, the heist scene the heist that scene. we've all seen being memed relentlessly online. The heist, it's the highest level. Yeah, now yeah, the it's one scene. of the hardest levels. Yeah, it is. Uh, in a similar vein, the infamous Anime Chef Caters Parliament chapter of the game was always listed high on threads of unadaptable scenes identified by Anime Chef fans, and as such was always going to be a challenge, but... We're happy to say AMC bravely omitted this scene, which has been described as courageous and necessary by the often toxic fandom. Mm. And, it's it's uh, funny because, you know, they, at the drop of a hat, these guys can uh, can be pretty toxic as, as, a, as en masse. They can mm, just group yeah. in and, and uh, pile onto somebody if they're for a bad decision. But also... When it's good, it's good. When it's good, it's good. This is a much-loved game. And we'll be detailing some more happy accidents very soon. Let us know if you love or hate the game as well. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the text line, 0409 945 945. And have you seen the show? I believe it is maybe still in production. Is that right? So uh, if you haven't seen it, text in. Are you excited? Are you excited? Have you played the game? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Uh, or call us as well. We'd love to hear from you live. 903-06-945. We're going straight to air right here. There is no delay. So um, that's probably an exciting prospect for you. This is uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Chuck Berry. Call in. 903-06-945. RML. Long distance information. Give me Memphis, Tennessee. Help me find the party. Try to get in touch with me. Get in touch with my Marie. 
vacation more than that I cannot add. Only that I miss her and all the fun we had. But we were pulled apart because her mom did not agree. And tore apart our happy home in Memphis, Tennessee. Last time I saw Marie, she's waving me goodbye. Memphis, Tennessee, Chuck Berry. Not a bad one, that one, actually. Robbie's Modern Life is the name of this show, or RML. My name's Robbie Armfield. With me in the studio, of course, is Sophie Gordon. Hey. And Bernie Bolge. Check. And we appreciate you. I hope you're having a, a wonderful day today, day off for you, or if you're working on the job, driving around, whatever. At the beach. At the beach, maybe. Cranking us on the UE Boom. That'd yeah. be awesome. Oh, yeah. The, Let us know. The UE Boom pill. Yeah, exactly. Cool. We're talking about Anime Chef, obviously, the game that swept the world a couple of years ago. It's getting the uh, show treatment from AMC. We're talking all about it, all the happy accidents on set. Mm, I fucking hate Anime Chef, says Sid in Redfern. The Twitter fans are annoying as hell. They're getting in on the text line here, 0409 945 945. Lily and Pato as well got in touch. Pretty keen to see whether they can pull off the cooking for Obama chapter from the game. That one was hectic and actually really hard. So. That's right, that's right. And uh, we've got a caller, actually. You've called in on 9030694. Hello, welcome to Robbie's Modern Life. Hey, guys. How you doing? <laughs> is that Mitch? Is that Mitch? Yeah, it is. Oh! Hey! Holding down the home up, All right, all right. You, you know this yeah. game, mate? Uh, the Anime Chef? Yeah, yeah, no, I just... I don't know. I wanted to get in touch. I'm just happy that the uh, show's on the road and you're covering <laughs> Anime Chef. Um, honestly, one of my favorite games uh, of 2020, 2021. Still playing it now, <laughs> 2022, and it's just, yeah, it's phenomenal. <laughs> and I love that, you know, you guys are, like, covering it on the show. Um, so cool. Well, oh. We wouldn't be if you didn't give us that kick up the ass at the start of the show, man. Yeah. So thanks for that. Yeah. Thank you for that. Ah, oh, come on. You know, sometimes, you know, when your friends need some tough love and... Uh, yeah, it just felt like it was one of those moments. And look, <laughs> you're delivering in spades. You know, I love this game. And yeah, so happy that you're covering it. I'm so happy AMC got the rights to this. Um, you know, they've made some incredible decisions uh, omitting that scene. Oh, God, <laughs> the parliament scene. I don't know if you guys have played through that bit, but oh, man, that would have been hard to do. I'm glad they did that. Now, Mitch, uh, answer me one thing. The, the, the show, uh, um, uh, mm. is it online? Where can we see it? Is it, in, is it still in production? So it's premiering tonight. It's um, online on any good sources. You can go to AMC's uh, own personal streaming service and you can find it there. And, yeah, it's going to be pretty wild. I think a few different pubs and even some uh, cinemas that might be actually premiering it live, so you might be able to see it live there. Wonderful. Yeah. It's getting the grand final treatment. I love that. Yeah. And just don't, I don't know, just don't be led astray or don't be pushed away by us uh, anime chef uh, stands online. I know we can be a little bit vitriolic at times, but um, yeah, honestly, we're a welcoming bunch uh, if you've got the right mindset. And if you've got yeah. the right set of earplugs, if you want to head along to one of those screenings. Oh my God, yeah, you're right, Bernie. <laughs> rabid fan base. It's a rabid and fervent fan base. Um, Mitch, mate, appreciate your thoughts on that. Thanks so much for calling in. No worries. Thanks for covering it. All right. Cheers.
Oh, co-host of the show, Mitchell JC there. Wonderful to hear from him. Uh, if you've got any thoughts as well, if you're listening and you want to get your voice on air here, 903-06-945. We would love to hear from you. Now, there are more happy accidents on the uh, set of Anime Chef, which is the big game that, as we're saying, is being transitioned into the uh, TV space thanks to AMC. The crew member in charge of lighting somehow managed to put in an order for 13,000 Christmas lights instead of the various key fill and camera lights that were heavily documented as a requirement. Now, that might sound like a problem, but mm. as I say, it's a happy accident. The resulting effect when the Christmas lights were set up in lieu of the actual requirements was only able to be described as magical by the cast and crew. Different bands of colours and numbers of lights were used to give varying tones and intensities, overall resulting in quite a mystical and festive scene. There was a lot of um, overlap with the um, Anime Chef fan base with Stranger Things fan base, and a lot of them got angry. They said that it was actually copying the Stranger Things Christmas mm. lights scene, yeah. and they were swaying the tide a little bit, and then they got... Actually, they felt good about it, and so they all... We're quite happy with how it turns out. So they were good in the end. Mm, I saw that go down on Twitter. It was pretty ugly and annoying. Uh, another happy accident, though, that had people a little divided uh, was that the final scene was accidentally shot on an iPhone 6S. How what? the hell can this happen? How you know, happen? there's so much money, so much attention on this project. How? I, 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 I couldn't tell you, but it, you know, serendipitously kind of did work out. The final scene features anime chef saying goodbye to the beloved sous chef as an aged chef in 2016, lending credence to the phone's camera being used as a cinematic technique. It beautifully, you know, depicted how anime chef's classic cooking style was starting to be succeeded by newer, more modern methods. Oh, spoilers there for that one, right, sorry. Right, but, of course. Yeah. But it, it's, uh, it's amazing how sometimes things can seem like an absolute fuck up and kind of ruin the show but then it, it turns into something like a happy accident it turns into a good, a good thing in the end that's kind of the weird fluke with this show and the, with the fan base who gets around it a lot it's really it's interesting and it's really cool actually um, the impact of this thing mm. and um, what it's caused it's almost caused I would even describe it as a religious fervour in the fan base um, keep those thoughts coming on the text line you're still getting in touch 0409 945 945 and as I say call in 903 06 945 no delay on the uh, here you can just go straight to air say whatever you want the only delay is, is you calling in that's now. right yeah. 903 06 945 we want to hear do you have a song request do you have um, you know do you have any segment ideas or content I mean uh, snap out of it what am I thinking <laughs> um, uh, okay uh, up next we've got uh, what's in the headlines right here on RML what
What's happening in the papers? Headlines, news, current affairs, entertainment, gossip. Fashion. What's happening in the headlines? Around Australia. Okay, it's time to take a look at the papers. Around Australia, this is what's grossing your front pages today. Monday, the 3rd of October, 2022. Sydney Morning Herald. Fucked. Garbo's day off. Fucking filthy, says Brent Holden, one of the many Sydney siders who woke up this morning to flowing rivers of absolute sludge and waste right on their doorstep. Sydney Garbos have today hit the snooze button en masse as part of a rubbish Ponzi scheme to leverage the public holiday. Having a look at the Australian front page, pigs in shit. Uh, quote-unquote rivers of sludge and waste. Quote-unquote poos just flowing and raging torrents of bin juice were seen cascading along what would normally be picturesque, picturesque Sydney streets. And that's just another one on the story of the Garbos sleeping in. And the telly. Woke in shite. Lazy Garbos take shit on city. Sanitation manager Evan Enrique, who runs the city's main waste removal service, was caught with his pants down this morning after a prank call from infamous shock jock Stephanie Vinegar. The Guardian, streets in filth, residents disgusted, gronk garbos leave Sydney citizens filthy, poo just flowing. Courier Mail. Front page of Courier here. Hell to shitsome. City of Sydney held ransom by lazy garbos, leaving residents swimming in their own fucking filth. A lot of curse words on the front pages today. That's what's in the news. Stepney, Step on Step is the name of the album. Pretty cool stuff. Chuck it on, have it on in the background, maybe. Uh, you know, it's nice sort of instrumental stuff and all that sort of thing, so it's pretty cool. RML right now, FBI Radio. You can listen back on the podcast as well. Hello to you if that's where you are, or hello to you now if you're live. My name's Robbie, with me is Sophie and Bernie. Yep. Now, we've got some uh, kind of, you know, sad. I guess sad, but, Happy. you know, silver lining news. Mm-hmm. Due to unforeseen circumstances, we have unfortunately had to postpone our continental breakfast. Now, we teed this up with huge uproar last week. I know a lot of you came this morning. We see you. We can see you through the glass right now. We're sorry about this. Mm. Uh, we're disappointed to... Uh, they, were, they were disappointed to find nothing set up at the breakfast bar. But I do promise we will make this thing happen. Uh, but, you know, bigger and better, won't we, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so next week... Bigger and better. Yeah, big, that's right. So next week, we're actually going to be hosting... This is big news. Mm. Uh, RML's biggest afternoon brunch... 
ever. <laughs> and it's going to be our biggest food and fan meet event we have ever done. And possibly the biggest food and meat event FBI has ever done. And on top well. of that, it's possibly the biggest food and fan meat event in Sydney Radio that it, Sydney Radio has ever done. Yeah. So it's going to be quite cool. You know, we're excited to meet you and, um, you know, enjoy some food with you. So instead if you, of before the show, it's going to be after the show. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So... Obviously, we're just going to detail with you now the what's what's on the menu. If you do have any dietary requirements, let us know on the text line 0409-945-945. We'll accommodate you. This is stuff that we're excited for, though. Savoury croissants with DIY fillings. You can pick your choice of ham, cheese, divon, cabanossi, hot salami. Um, we've got chicken sandwiches, too. We've got Dijon chicken, sweet and sour. We've got the classic mayo whip, which is my favourite. Uh, cabbage chicken, and you can have this on whole grain, whole meal. Or white. Sophie is on the sweet treats. Of course, can't go without them. We've got caramel slice, hedgehog slice, Tim Tams, of course, everyone's favourite, and strawberry shortcakes too. So you're in good hands. You're not going to be missing out on any uh, anything if you have more of a sweet tooth. That's mm. right. You might want to pair that with a nice hot beverage, Ben. Mm. Yeah, of course. We've got tea, coffee, uh, pouring out of the vats. Uh, tea selections include uh, Ceylon Green, Lipton. As well as Twinings, Earl Grey. That's your favourite bunny, I know. I'd love a good Earl Grey. No milk. In terms of coffee, we have our good friend Taylor from the cafe around the corner bringing her espresso machine. And she will be making coffees in however form you like it. So come in, take your orders. Yeah. Cappuccino. And uh, this is all free of cost, of course. So please. Um, This is something that... uh, the goodwill of the radio community as we're just putting on Hmm. and uh, just a fan meet and a big food event yeah super excited for it now of course you are welcome to BYO any food or drinks to share with the group Uh, be mindful of course it goes without saying nut allergies Mm. but that's not the only thing that you can be excited for at this uh, RML's biggest afternoon brunch ever we've got some big guests Yes, we've already got some guests confirmed. More to come, I'm sure. Uh, but those that are confirmed to be attending are Carrie Bickmore. I'm sure you've heard of her before. Mm-hmm. Waleed Ali's wife. Got some big names. Mm. Uh, former FBI head Dan Ahern. Yes. Uh, Glenn Robbins. Funny guy. Love that guy. The host of Have You Been Paying Attention as well. Yes. Shane from The Inspired Unemployed. That's that camera guy. Mm. Known from school. And um, a big one, actually. We've got Thorpey in the house. So next week he'll be here. We're lucky to have him speaking. And he's doing a little inspirational speech to uh, uh, G everyone up, I guess. And uh, we thought, why not get him speaking? And, so uh, excited for that. What a rousing speaker this guy is. Yeah. And we've actually got a little snippet of the speech he will be giving titled, It's Not Easy, But It's Worth It. So this is just to let you and to get you in the mood for uh, his appearance next week. Early draft, I think. I'm not going to postpone this fucking thing again. We threw out so much goddamn food, it's not funny. Chicken has to be fresh. (laughs) (laughs) Get it fresh. (laughs) F-R-E-S-H. Google it, you knobhead, and see what comes up. We need that chicken to be tasting good. Robbie runs a tight ship and he has asked for a lot of savoury items. I need them to be fresh out the oven at 11am, so we need a latent bakery cooking to our time. Okay, mate. Okay, and again, (laughs) you have to fucking believe that we can do this. You are either with me or against me, mate. Just fucking cook and keep your head down and we will be. I'm going to leave it there because I I don't think that's the bit that we were meant to read. But sorry... 
Yeah, that's actually a um, a letter from the head chef to his assistant. We're sorry about that. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. So yeah. that was not from Thorpey. That's okay. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't Thorpey. No, 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 that wasn't Thorpey. We'll say that. That wasn't Thorpey. What? Yeah, we'll say that. Uh, okay, that's gonna be kicking off straight after the show next yeah. week, Woo! one p.m. Oh my god, so excited for that one. Mm. What's the date of that one? Uh, the uh, 10th. It's going to be October 10th. October 10th. Yeah. All right. So RML's biggest afternoon brunch ever. Come here. What's the address here? Uh, uh, 44 to 54 Botany Road. Alexandria? Alexandria. Yeah. Come here. Come in, ring the bell. We'll be here from 1 o'clock. Ring the bell. Come in. We've got all the stuff here for you. Enjoy it. We can't wait to meet you. Great. That's about all the time we've got for you today, though. Coming up to 1 p.m., which means it's uh, going to be Ruby Miles on the radio with you. What a pleasure it's been to hang out with you. Thanks so much, Sophie Gordon. Thank you. See you next week. Bernie Bolgi. Thanks, mate. Thank you. All right. My name's Robbie Armfield. You can listen back to this show, any podcast outlet you like. It's called Robbie's Modern Life. Hope you have a good day and a good week. And, uh, yeah, all the best with that rivers of sludge on the streets. Those mm. garbos should hang their heads in shame. I forgot about it. That's for another time, though. This is King Crimson with Level 5. Bye.